0: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello! The email
1: marketing heroes. Today on the email marketing show, we are talking to Tom Kulzer from Aweber. Aweber have been around, in case you've not heard of them, I know you have, right, for around 22 years. They're actually one of the very first email marketing automation platforms. They send billions, with a capital B, of permission-based emails every single month, and they've helped a million small businesses grow by doing just that.
0: Now, we're going to be talking about something that sounds really futuristic. With this kind of pretty new thing in email marketing, you are definitely going to want to find your own ways to use this, as well as kind of talking about what the future of email marketing might hold. Now, when this podcast episode comes to an end, we don't want you to sit there feeling all alone with questions. So come and share what you're working on and get stuck into the training and the resources that we've got in our free Facebook group. It's a brilliant community of amazing people. Just open any web browser, type in www.robandkennedy.group. It'll take you straight over there. Or if you're already on facebook you can just type into the search bar the email marketing show community you'll see the group come and join us
1: so he was obsessed with the television show the children's television show sooty even into his mid-teens it's hypnotist
0: robert temple and the man who won't eat seafood because well it's been in the sea it's mind reader kennedy it's true
1: i've
0: smelt the sea it doesn't smell good There's a weird distinction between seafood and fish and chips from the coast, though, because you eat fish and chips from the coast.
1: Of course I do. It's deep fried in butter. Now, uh... Again, yes, we're here every single week helping course creators, coaches and membership site owners owners just like your very self make email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favour with harder hitting, higher converting, psychology driven email marketing.
0: Now, Kennedy, we're joined by Tom today and I've got three statements to give you about Tom. One of these is true. The other two I've completely made up. It's your job to try and guess which one might be true. So don't look at Tom's face in case he accidentally gives it away. Keep a poker face, Tom. So one of these three things is true, Kennedy. Either Tom once shaved his legs and dressed up as his pregnant wife for a Halloween party, or once had to cover his entire body in manuka honey to try and overcome a weird skin condition. Or three, once pranked his assistant by calling, pretending to be from the IRS and demanding to see financial documents. Which of those three things is true about Tom? Oh my
1: gosh, they're very good. So I've got dressing up as his wife, getting covered in manuka honey, or the IRS prank. I think because you, I don't think you've ever heard of manuka honey before, um, and and you couldn't pronounce it. I think it's going to be that one, Rob. So my deduction skills. Uh, Tom, which one's true?
2: the dressing up as my wife oh no <laughs> you totally hoodwinked me
0: oh. I even stumbled over the word manuka just to try and get you in there i thought i put the irs in the third one because we don't call it the irs i thought that might get you there oh
1: i was miles away i mean did it go down a treat being dressed up as your wife
2: Pregnant. Uh well she was she, yeah she was pregnant at the time. Uh so yeah it was I I I kind of I have this habit of recycling Halloween costumes and I had dressed up as Santa Claus the year before. So I had this big belly. Uh <laughs> and I'm a rather skinny dude. So a big belly on me looks kind of ridiculous. Okay. Um and uh yeah so I decided that she was pregnant oh, I could reuse the belly. So I dressed
0: up as my Every year you have to find a new reason to use the belly somewhere. Put it on the back, customer. put it on the front, put it on your head, put it on your
2: ass. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I was a Ninja Turtle the following year. No, I didn't dress up as my wife. For, yeah. Yeah. Everybody at the office thought it was pretty funny. And
1: uh, I'm making it's a amazing. prediction that I'm seeing a certain, mem- a certain famous person from Notre Dame coming up next year. Uh, so that'll <laughs> be good. <laughs>
0: Tom, so, Tom, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: This is great. So, obviously, you guys A Aweber. AWeber have been around since for 22 years, as you said, during that, that lovely intro there. So, you've seen email marketing move a lot, and you guys are known, like, st- Really stick in my mind for being the real guys who are the heroes of permission-based email marketing. Like you can't just upload a million people in your AWeber account and go right. I'm gonna um, do some cold outreach. I mean, you're pretty much against that.
2: Yeah, no, that, that would definitely be a bad news uh, day. So, and we have significant resources to prevent that sort of thing. So, the the, the million upload is that's a pretty easy, pretty easy one to catch. It's the smaller ones that are harder but that's that's the more common but permission is the name of the game if you want results in email uh,
1: okay so the work, let's just take a look at somebody in your position seeing so much of the world of email marketing at that, at that highest level what what is the state of email marketing right now is it declining and being replaced by social media is it increasing like where are we at right
2: now before we get into the future stuff Everyone is I'm not saying you're obsessed about this, but everybody is obsessed about answering this question. Uh, it's been posed to me every year for like the last 15 years. Uh, and it's never true. So email is there's more email sent today than at any point in history. You know that was true last year, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that like every year email grows. I think what a lot of people miss is the fact that even so- social media in and of itself is one of the biggest senders of email. <laughs> so the platform that everybody seems to think is going to kill email actually sends the most emails. Um, so it's, you know, it's, I always find it kind of entertaining, but it's, it continues to be one of the best performing, the most engaging uh, platforms that you can have for communicating with your audience. So, you know, whereas most social platforms, it's like, Hey, I have, You know, let's call them 100 followers or 1,000 followers on Facebook. When you post something, what percentage of them see it? 10% maybe, 15% these days, if you're lucky. Um, You know, when I send an email, if I only got 10% of it to the inbox, like, you'd be having a serious issue there. Uh, And it's not the case. You get the vast majority of your mail to the inbox when you have engaged readers. Um, and it's just, it's just the best way to communicate with people. So it's not going away, it's not on the decline and it's certainly not going away anytime soon in in my book. And that's just not, that's not just me speaking as an email guy.
0: So cool. I remember when I first signed up for my first Aweber account, which was in like 2005, 2006, I could not be more excited that I could merge somebody's first name into an email. And I know I'm about to have that moment all over again, because like that was just the most exciting, lovely thing in the world. But now there's like a whole new raft of technology technology has so moved on. And now you're at the forefront of like other amazing things. Like there's something called AMP for email. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so AMP for email. So you might have heard about AMP from like a web uh, standpoint that it's kind of a Google protocol in that it was originally conceived to make lo- websites load faster for like advertising response and that sort of thing. Um, and it's been uh, kind of modified and added on to uh, also support email these days. And basically, what it does in email is it actually turns what once was a static email message. So like when I send message, uh, when I send an email to you and I put content in it, I put a message in it, what I deliver is what you get in what stays in your inbox for all of eternity. Whereas with AMP, the content that I'm actually sending you is dynamic in the sense that it's just like a web page. I can change what's on there. So like, if you go to the homepage of, you know, the BBC or whatever, and you know, I see content there now, if I load it an hour from now, it's going to look different. I can do the same thing now with email in the sense that I can personalize that. So think like an email that might have a sale, uh, about a particular product, you know, that business might, Sell out of that product, and rather than having something in the email that's completely sold out of, and somebody clicks on it goes to your website and realize it's sold out, I can actually change what shows up in the email for people that are opening and clicking on that later. Um, you know, similarly, like, I can put in like live stock quotes um, that you know are literally live. Like you load it now, it's going to have the the current price, I load it an hour from now, it's gonna have then current pricing. Um, so you know it really kind of opens up what you can do with a message uh, and and it changes how you interact with them. Similarly, I can put like an actual web form in an email that works. So you can embed surveys and those sort of things. So you can just hit submit. I already know what your email address is because it's coming directly from the email that I sent you and it's authenticated in that way. So I can kind of gradually learn about uh, your readers, um, feedback and, you know, kind of interests and so forth by asking them additional questions beyond just the normal, like, Hey, you clicked on this or you clicked on that. But like, I can actually ask questions to kind of fill out your reader profile to then send you even more targeted messages in, in the future. So it's, it just the dynamic nature of it really, really opens the spectrum of, of what you can do with it. It's really, really cool. So, wow. I mean,
1: it just, it just sounds like it's, it, it's, it's like this new, it's like one of the biggest changes in email that's happened for, for quite a long time.
2: Oh, absolutely. It, it absolutely is. You know, and it's currently supported by um, Gmail um, on both their um, web platform, their desktop platform, as well as their mobile uh, clients now supported on iOS and Android. Um, Outlook.com has support for it now as well. Uh, and Yahoo, AOL, Verizon, that whole conglomerate, they all are owned by the same entity these days. Um, they're in the process of adding it to their infrastructure as well, um, which basically means um, that w- once you have those kind of like big three, you have the vast majority of consumer mailboxes in the world, you know, there's kind of the business side of things that is not such a huge part, but like, you know, even on, um, business lists these days, like a huge portion of the population uses Gmail for business purposes these days. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have the vast majority of the world using this new technology that they don't even know yet. So I think that probably one of the biggest barriers to kind of adoption to it is, is the fact that readers, Like when they receive an AMP message, they don't necessarily understand that it is dynamic. So there's kind of a user education around it or just, you know, doing different creative things to get people to engage with it. Because a lot of people are trained to think that, like, when you click on a link, it's going to take me off to a website. And with AMP, that's not necessarily the case anymore, which is pretty cool. So with AMP, does it mean that the
1: stuff inside, as you click, you can almost like create a website for better, better, want to a better term,
2: within the email? So you can have multiple pages and you can be going... yeah you can do like image carousels where like you have rotating images in there and not just like a gif image that like might animate or something but you can actually physically have different images in there um, I can change what's in there. Um, we have some proof of concepts where it's like, we connect directly to like an Etsy store and we can show like whatever your leading products are as like an, uh, as a carousel that you can cruise through. And like, if something sells out, it gets taken out of the carousel. So other people that are viewing the same thing, you know, are constantly getting something that's, that's, uh, up to date, you know, similarly, like you can send out an email and then like realizing you get great adoption of it and maybe like change the price, whether higher or lower, that's up to the business. Um, but there's lots of stuff that you can do that makes it um, really interactive um, and really personal to, to each person that's receiving it because it is so dynamic uh, in, in that way. So And what about the stuff? It's really cool. I mean,
1: it's, um, it sounds really amazing. It's no wonder where we're all excited about it what about the size of that email file? because obviously for years we've all been trying like we've all had at some point we've all gone i'm going to include this video in that e- in this email and we've dropped a, vi- a video in the email and everything's gone a bit mad and wrong how sure. big are these emails are, are they significantly
2: more bloated no no not at all so the the syntax the actual like Markup that makes it do what it does is is really not much bigger than than what you would normally send. Like if you're sending a normal like HTML message with like pictures and bolding and colors and that kind of stuff, it's it's not dramatically different than than what's going on there. So, so, um, so it's not an increased you know, threat
1: to the junk folder or anything like that.
2: No, if anything, like our amp messages that we've been sending as a platform ourselves are getting significantly more engagement. Excuse me. Then the emails that um, we've previously sent, just because we're able to embed like surveys and the little, um, you know, scrolly uh, carousel images and those sort of things, showing off like, um, you know, different messages that other customers have sent and whatnot. But like because we're getting that higher engagement, so much of your inboxing these days is based on your user engagement. So meaning like people opening and clicking on your messages. That anything that you're doing that is getting increased engagement only aids in your ability to get to the inbox. Um, So I think when when you're doing genuine things that people are genuinely engaging in and interested in, it's going to get to the inbox. It's when you start doing cute little tricks to try to trick people into doing stuff, they only fall for that once. It's it's kind of that like short term scam that then people see your emails and it's like, nah, I'm either unsubscribing or I'm gonna mark you as spam because you know, trick me once, <laughs> you know, but trick sure. me twice and it's not gonna repeat. And this is it-
0: this is this is really cool. Obviously one of the things you guys have been, you know, really again at the forefront of making this possible for email marketers and stuff over the last few months. How technically complicated is this for somebody like you know us to like log into our AWeber account and and build something out that's gonna work the way we want it to.
2: Yeah, you know, there definitely is a little bit of a a technical hurdle, like to just do it out of the box. Like if you're trying to do it on your own, it can be kind of techy. The big part of what we're trying to do is make it really accessible to all of our small business creator users um, so that they can just embed, uh, you know, an image carousel in their emails and it just works. Um, and right now you can do that. Like we have little drag and drop widgets that it's all, you know, you just use your mouse, you drag it in, you add a few pictures and boom, you've got this amp carousel in your message. Um, we're in the process of adding other functionality for being able to do some of the dynamic surveys and all those kind of things like directly through drag and drop in your, um, in your emails. Um, we don't quite have those yet, but we're like every month we're adding a little bit more capabilities around, uh, what we can do with amp. Uh, which is really cool. So we've been working pretty closely with the folks at Google um, to to make the platform more accessible because at the end of the day, that's the biggest bottleneck for people: is one, educating and knowing that it exists, and two, just the the ease of use. Um, and to do it, you know, to do it on other platforms, it's not built into other platforms at all. Uh, most platforms that are the the you know the like drag and drop create a message kind of stuff. Don't even support AMP at all. Like you couldn't do it even if you wanted to code it on your own. Um, we're one of the only actual like drag and drop editors out there that has any AMP support in it at all, uh, which incredible. is which is pretty cool. We're pretty proud of the fact that we're kind of leading the way on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what does it mean in terms of tracking? I'm I'm I'm, lo- I'm thinking
1: about can you what what does AMP allow us to do with uh, can we track the level of engagement within the stuff in the email, because at the minute our tracking is, did they click a link, did they, op- did they open, did they reply? That's pretty much the whole set that we're looking yeah. at. What can we do with AMP?
2: Well, there are some things that you can do with like how people are engaging with some of the forms that you're doing, depending on how you load them and embed them. Um, most of the tracking that's uh, available in email is very limited based on your email client, like the on the receiving end. It's not so much like an AWeber limitation. It's it's just it's physically out of our control, um, and most of that's for just general user security and and user privacy for for understandable reasons. Um, so amp on one, you know, it gives you a little bit more detail, but not a whole lot more than you would otherwise normally get. Like, I can tell that our engagement is up as a result of sending these AMP emails, and I can tell when people engage with the different AMP elements. Um, but, you know, I, I can't suddenly you know, detect exactly where you're scrolling in an email and, and like, some of that sort of stuff that you can do on a web page. Just because it's just a limitation of email client, like, email reading clients, not the email sending clients. So I love
1: it. I love it. It's, I mean, it's so exciting to see that this massive sort of revolution in in the world of email, and to be a receiver of that stuff, which makes it more exciting and makes it me make, makes it feel one of the things we talk about a lot is email now is is no longer the replacement for writing letters and stuff, which it used to be. The electronic mail, it's now yeah. uh, it's now just another, it's another app on your phone, and it and it's really becoming that right within the message, right? And
0: I think one totally of the. I think one of the most exciting things I've heard in this is that people like are going to have way less wasted space. And what I mean by that is how many times do we pay attention to, well, I'm a bit of a geek, so I pay attention all the time. But I see that I sent out an email campaign for maybe I'm running like a four day campaign that came to an end three days ago. And some people are just getting to that email right now. And there is so much opportunity to make sure that space and their readership isn't wasted, because now even though that offer's closed, because we always do real urgency and scarcity and whatnot, they now get to to see something else that's now more time specific to them, and that is so powerful. It's a be- it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful.
2: It is because yeah, yeah I love it. I, I, well, anyway, I so want to nice, talk about this-, this forever. <laughs> Some of the stuff that we're doing, like you mentioned kind of in your opener talking about, uh, you know, being able to merge in like a, a, a name of somebody in their email and that that was leading edge, you know, a decade plus ago, you know, it's like now you can do like more conditional type content uh, injections. So like, you know, if somebody, I always use the example of like a, a pet adoption agency kind of thing, like they have dogs and cats and like, you might be subscribed to get the, you because you're interested in cats and Rob might be subscribed because he's interested in the dogs. And it's like, I can, over time, learn who's interested in what and use conditional content to only send, I can send one newsletter, one message and have cat content and have dog content and know that I only send the cat content to people that are tagged as interested in cats and only send and, and display the, the dog content to people that are tagged as interested in dogs. And it's like kind of a, a simplistic example, but I think it, it kind of gets a lot of people's creative juices flowing and how they can kind of have, what those natural segmentations are in their audience and in the interests that they have to send relevant content to them and not send the irrelevant content because every every irrelevant email that you send, kind of teaches people kind of inherently to not engage like "Eh, it might be interesting to me this time or it might not versus like if every time what you send to them is inherently interesting and right on point for what they're most interested in they're much more likely to open and and click on it and that's much more likely to over time result in your messages continuing to stay in people's inboxes so lots of cool stuff I love it yeah it's all that relevant stuff it
1: basically feeds everything it means you've got more people opening you've got more delivery you've got more sales and that's what we're all uh, really here to do isn't it absolutely amazing let's move into subject
0: line of the week subject line of the week
2: this week's subject line of the week tom what have you got for us uh, 22 subject lines to get higher open rates. I mean, I, I, realize, I realize the irony of the subject line.
0: Is, talk is, talk is, about meta.
2: It's one of our highest converting uh, subject lines that we've done uh, of recent. So like orders of magnitude higher than than most subject lines that we've set out. So people are clearly it, interested in subject lines.
0: What it means, <laughs> listeners, if you can grab yourself a time machine, go back in time, subscribe to Awebs list, and get that email if you have haven't already you'll have 22 subject lines of the week so that's what you're <laughs> gonna do uh, this this is brilliant 22 subject lines uh what was it 22 subject lines
2: yeah uh, 22 subject lines to get higher open rates so and, you know i think at the end of the day the takeaway is there, there's no like one subject line that rules them all um there's a lot of misinformation out there about subject lines in general i think there's a lot of tricks that people try to play on on folks uh to get them to open their messages like sending the little like re colon like you're replying to somebody like mm-hmm. everyone gets that that's really annoying and anytime someone tries to pull that crap on me like that's like an instantaneous unsubscribe like you just lost my trust like i'm not a moron i know you're not replying to an email i sent you um and it just it's insulting um, and while you might get like a little bit higher open rate, uh, that one time you've insulted your readers and you've lost their trust and it's really hard to earn that back. So like, don't fall for those short term things, you know, similarly, like there's lots of just general, like, Hey, can I use apostrophes or can I use question marks? Or does the word free mean my emails go to the spam folder? No, uh, it's, it's all about the engagement. Um, you know, there's always exceptions to it, but like no Gmail, Yahoo. Yahoo, Hotmail platform is sending your messages to the, to the spam folder just because you use the word free or because you had a dollar sign in your subject line. That's completely hocus pocus. Um, you know, but I've spent 20 years trying to set that one to rest, and it always comes up. <laughs> so.
0: Love it. That sounds like a whole new podcast episode. What are you doing next week?
2: Totally a whole different <laughs> podcast episode.
1: <laughs> oh, that was an absolutely awesome subject
0: book. line of the week, subject line of the week. Now, dude, if people want to find out more about yourself and Aweber and all of the cool stuff that you're doing, tell us where to go.
2: So you can definitely check us out at aweber.com, uh, actually about two weeks ago, we went completely freemium. Uh, so you can just come to our site and create an account for free for up to 500 subscribers and use pretty much our whole platform. That includes our excellent, uh, customer solutions team. So we have phone, email and live chat available for free users. And we do that predominantly because everybody has to start from zero, like literally. Um, and we want people to be able to get used to the platform, learn on the platform and start their, user base from nothing with us and grow over time to, you know, we have customers that are sending millions of messages every day. um, And it's really a platform that can grow with everybody. And we just really wanted to open it up. So check us out at aweber.com. I'm hard to find on social media. If you look around for me, (laughs) you know, I'm a T Colzer at Twitter. Uh, You can also reach me at Tom at aweber.com if you want to shoot me an email. So I try to be really accessible as does all of our team. So we're here for everyone's success, creators, small businesses, et cetera absolutely love it, man. Man. we put all the links to all of that
1: in the show notes which you will find over at the only place we could possibly put this episode show notes which are the email marketing com slash pregnant because that was uh your lovely costume <laughs> at the beginning of the episode there you go lovely times <laughs>
0: folks if you want to keep this conversation going or come and join in in this conversation we can do it in the free facebook group just pop yourself over to your favorite web browser it's www.robin forward slash group or if you're on facebook already just type in the search bar the email marketing show community you'll see the group and it's so active it's such a great crowd come and hang out and talk about all things email marketing and amp for email
1: lovely stuff thanks again tom calls everybody thank you tom
2: thanks for having me guys
1: I'm just surprised that Rob didn't mention that story about the time I replied to a very big marketer. Because he merged my name into the email, and I thought he was really talking to me.